0: Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update.
1: Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Hey, what's up? It's head coach of the Tennessee State University Tigers, Eddie George, inviting you to join me each week on my new podcast, Beyond the War, where I sit down with some of my favorite people discuss, well, everything, the good, the bad, the past, the present, nothing is off limits. Beyond the War, a great combo media and TSU Big Blue Sports Network collaboration. Listen to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 8 More Than 92 podcast, where we always keep it 100. We're your host, Harrison. Banks. Najee. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it 8 More Than 92 with me 100. Oh shit! Here we go again. <clears throat>
2: All right, what's up? What's up, y'all? It's your boy Noddy. So uh, we don't got Harrison and, and Banks today, but I mean we're gonna keep it in. We're gonna do our thing. We're gonna, you know, have a good conversation. I got a lot of beautiful people here today, so uh, I want everybody to just go ahead and introduce yourself. Anybody can start.
0: Cool, cool, cool. My name is Tamika J. I'm a singer songwriter and I'm an artist, and also a business owner of my own tea business called Taomi Tea and Treats. And I run my own open mic called Tamika J. Living room sessions. I'm a woman of many hats, and I'm happy to be here.
3: Hi, hey. Um, my name is Delano Easter. I am an aspiring model, and hey, that's all you. I got yeah, right
4: now.
5: What's up, y'all? I'm Cecily. I am a professional actress and also a realtor here in Los Angeles, California. So if y'all need anything in the real estate market, hit me up.
3: <laughs> Keep that in mind.
4: Yeah.
6: Well, now I'm Elliot Bishop. Um, I own um, a cleaning company. It's called Real Shield Sanitation, and I also own a a wrap. In tent business in Knoxville, Tennessee. And, um. Hey, I'm Sheena. I'm here in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I own a uh,
7: liquor-infused ice cream company here in San Diego. I also work. Uh, I guess I'm on like a brief like I work on aircraft also. And, uh, yeah. All right,
4: well hey
2: definitely welcome everybody uh thank y'all so much for coming out so you know for uh, we just gonna get right into the topics you know like but what's going on everybody you know we're here in san diego it was rainy yesterday you know 40 degrees in the morning and, and, and 70 degrees but it is what it is like you know same old same old so most of y'all know most of y'all but um it's your boy, Najee. Uh, I ain't been doing nothing. Just same old, same old, mate, trying to get these businesses started. And like I said, we're we missing Harrison today. He should be back next week. So uh just to get back into our, our first topic, so one of the main things that's been going on right now is that, uh you know, since COVID happened, online dating went to the skyrocket. Right. So how do you guys feel
3: about online dating? I mean, it's – It's easier to use now that you don't have to go out. You know, a lot of people are introverts, so they rather stay in anyways. So it makes it a little easier for people to, I guess, date, if you want to say. I'm not a big fan of it, but, you know, it works for for some people. Yeah,
4: um,
0: I was on online dating. Uh, I was on Hinge during the pandemic because L.A. was very much shut down. So I did online dating. It was cool. I met some really cool guys. I met some um, weirdos and I figured, you know, it's not really for me. I never really been into online dating, to be honest, but I had no choice because of the pandemic. But personally for me, I like to meet somebody organically, you know, but I met a really cool, great, great guy off of Hinge. So, um, so I guess I was lucky, but at the same time, I still don't think it's for me.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I kinda agree. I think I think is I think it's a lot easier than it should be. And that's what makes it weird for me, because it, it's it's almost like it's a template. You know, like I can have a template where I say the same thing to people and then we start talking and you you can't really know somebody's intention. I can't see your your mannerisms, your facial expressions. I can't really feel your vibe. You know, all your pictures might be a neck and above, and then I see you and then below is you know yeah' like so,
6: about the
2: like, and then but i'm friendly so i feel like i gotta finish, i gotta see it through so it don't matter what you look like if i'm not happy with it we're gonna finish this date you just never gonna hear from me no more but you know oh, yeah, like, you really i friendly. I, oh, I, yeah. think, I think that i think online day, I, I don't know I, I think i think it can be good but i just think it's more weirdos because even even with the females you got so many weirdos out there that you don't know who you when you meet somebody like, it could be anybody. So, I love playing.
4: that you say, even with the females
5: because I feel like I used to use dating apps I used dating apps back in 2018 for maybe like three months and then I was like when I would go out on dates with people I was like hold on the way we were conversing in this app this is not hitting the same way we are in real life <laughs>
4: I'm
5: like What's going on? Like you, you acting weird and awkward.
4: Or <laughs> I would
5: meet people shy. who, uh it's the photo. You meet someone in a picture and then you see them in real life. I don't have anything against like short men, but I will never forget when I went out with this guy and we were sitting in, he was sitting in like a higher booth and I met him and I was like, going to greet so him. Oh, huh? I was like, hey, how are you? And he stood up and didn't go any further than the booth. When he was sitting, there, I was like, how did I get here? And why didn't you mention this on the app? Like, I'm confused. So I don't know. I it's the same. Like you talked about with the females, but I feel like you know, on an app, you can literally be anybody that you want to be.
0: That's so true.
5: Like you can. I feel like people on these apps really make themselves to be the person that they want to be, that they wish to be, that they aspire to be. And like, if they're not. You know, it it's gonna show when you meet somebody in real life.
2: That's true. And I can fake it till I make it. You know what I'm saying? I can I can be a supermodel. I can be the best pictures I've ever had my whole life. I can do all that stuff. And then when you meet me, I gotta just be like surprise. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, how you doing? This is me. So you know I what
4: think. I find, what I find interesting
5: because you know I think about it from like a male perspective. I have a lot of male friends and I've seen their profiles, and I've seen how, like, girls utilize filters.
4: Ooh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just about to say and that. A like, uh, lot.
5: And I'd be like, wait, like, how are, why, sis, why are you even putting this filter with the, the cat and the nose and the <laughs> ears and the, you know, I'm like, how, you how is watching. this going to be official for you when you meet this man in real life?
2: Mm, hey, I'm. Right. T- I'm t- my my biggest thing is when I go through if I'm online dating, I'm going through pictures, and if they only got pictures that's just stay neck and above, then something ain't right. Like if you ain't showing your body, you ain't got no stand up. It ain't got to be your back of your body, but just showing your body in general that made me nervous because I'm just like, well, all those
6: really high, high, those high angles, those real high, yeah, angles. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay. all the pictures in the air. <laughs>
5: I don't know, I feel like even with online dating, like it's kind of like, it's a little superficial to just swipe left and right on people's photos. Like, but then not only that, like as a woman, I feel like respectfully men are so thirsty that you're gonna match with everybody. (laughs) No offense, I'm just saying like, I know for me, I could have swiped right I swiped right on so many people just to see for shifts and gigs. I'm like, why are we a match? Like, you are like a dorky Caucasian man from like Riverside. What? Are, what how did we get
3: here? Might, might have a fetish. Might have something going on in their life that they need to
4: have. Some <laughs>
5: right, but I feel like on these apps, like everybody's gonna be swiping right on
4: anything. I mean, especially
5: when it comes to men, because I've I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it. it. I'll say I've seen it firsthand. Motherfuckers just
4: swiping right and just
2: seeing. Oh, I got a match. Oh, I got a match. Just to spark the conversation. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I would say that I know that, like, in San Diego. So I was told, you, if you know, like, Facebook got a new online, online yeah. thing or what? It's been a minute, but no, Facebook got their little thing. And then somebody was telling me that you know, there's not that many black men on the app. You know what I'm saying? So, like here in California, you don't have that many black men.
7: I feel like the person that I'm going to meet is going to like and have the same interest as me. So I feel like that's the best place to meet in places that I like to go. So for me to, like, talk with somebody online for me is like, I, I want to do something. I want to be engaged. I want to feel your energy. Like, I don't feel like... I I
3: can't even do that like i'm not even a person that heavy so well i mean I, I could i could at least say that when i went on i mean that's what the dating side is for you can put a preference right and it's like yeah, yeah i was looking for some but i think a majority i would say i had being in san diego i had a lot of latinos coming after me which is kind of what i wanted but at the same time i was open to whatever. But I think it also depends on where you're at, too. So uh, open to you want
0: more like you want more Hispanic women to come up to you? A
3: well, it it, to... it it no, no, not like don't get me wrong. I love black women. Don't oh. no, don't I get know. me wrong, but oh, it's just, team. yeah, you got to understand, <laughs> like, just like, but but for me, like, I grew up in San Diego. So majority of the areas that like my school, I think it was only like three black people in my school. And the majority of them was either Latin or Filipino. So it, it just like I said, it just depends. Now when I got to Virginia, that was a whole different scenario. So but at the end of the day, that like, it just all depends on where you're at. So. So, so
2: so that that right there slides into our next topic. How do you feel about interracial dating? Like how do you feel it? Do you feel like it's different when you date somebody out of your culture? Are you are you okay with dating? you know, white, Caucasian, Spanish, Filipino, like, cause I, I ain't gonna lie, in Nashville, we ain't got no Filipino people. But, you know, like, I, like I, said, I, I feel like everybody know my preference, all my friends know my preference, that it's black, 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 and black. Like, I don't even I don't even think I see other women when I be outside. Like, people be like, my boys be like, damn, you see her? And I am like, oh, what are y'all talking about? And I am like, I don't see no black girls. And they be like, no, girl right there and I be like, bruh. Like, but like I said, but that's me, though. Like, I I just love black women, but how do y'all feel like it is when it comes to dating outside the culture?
4: Well,
0: I've dated yeah, as far outside as the far like personal, before.
5: Me and Tamika, you and I have had conversations like that. I just feel like it's too much of a like. I don't feel like educating somebody on how to, you know. That's real. No, I just feel like the that, cultural that, difference that, is like does come too much.
0: Yeah, I've you know I've dated outside my race before. Um, I've dated a white guy. I've dated a guy from Turkey. I dated um, Hispanic guys. And, you know, um, it's different, especially when I dated a white dude. Um, It's going to sound kind of fucked up in a way because I didn't like it. It's going to sound really petty, too. Because, you know, my name is Tamika. You know, you got to have a certain swag when you say my name, Tamika. When I did Mm. it in the white room, he's like, Tamika. It was just like. Oh,
4: man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I I didn't, I didn't like it. And also we had like, um, I don't know. I just felt like he didn't understand the black experience and then um we stopped dating and then like years later he found me like on Instagram and then mm. I went on his Instagram page and I found out that he has a fetish for black women so like oh, he had his um Instagram photos with was with, with women with you know big booties and stuff like that he's hugging the butt so i realized like, realized that he had just like a fetish for like black women and they also look like a certain way they were like dark skin big booty and stuff like that so then I I don't know. So like when I started like dating more, I was just like I'm not opposed to interracial dating. If you love that person, you love that person. But just don't, um, just don't disrespect their culture. Like I see a lot of black men that are like I'm I'm dating this white girl because black women are mean or this like that. Why that has nothing to do with us. I don't
1: like that. But
3: I I think it just comes with again what they've gone through, the trauma that's in their life. Like for me, like when I was dating. My job is basically equal opportunity advisor in the military. So I have to understand everybody and I can't just discriminate just because. So I'm open to hearing and seeing and, you know, understanding. So for me, it was easy. It's easy to date anybody. It doesn't bother me. But if you are ignorant to, you know, my culture, then yes, we have a problem. So that's how I see it. Sheena, Sheena, how you feel? What do you think?
7: I just can't see myself with a white person. Anything else then I don't f I I don't uh, I wouldn't say that I'm racist, but I don't know. It's just something about it. I just I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I just can't see myself ludged up and up one. But anybody else is sure. Do your thing, you know, whatever you whatever you prefer, then that's cool. But I do for some reason have a problem with um um, like black men, once they get to a certain level, I just, it, it, it just rubs me that part. Oh, Oof, that,
4: that
7: oh. part.
0: I'm glad she mentioned
2: that. Yeah, that part. So it, do you, think, I think a lot, do you think a lot of it is just, you know, power wise, they feel like, I don't know why a lot of people, when they get to power, they feel like they're gotta, you know, they gotta have a white girl beside them or they gotta have that. You know, right. like I don't like I don't understand that either. Like, I I mean, but I feel you. I, I feel like in a lot of I'm from down south. So down south, we kind of we kind of bred it like it's still weird when you go out somewhere and you see a, a black and a white. You know, you see a black girl with a white dude or you see a white dude, a, a white girl with a black dude. Like people still kind of look, you know, sideways, at least here in Cali it's kind of, everything is kind of wide open here. It's like very liberal and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, down south, you still got those boundaries of, like, certain things like, and, and thinking about, like, brand. if I brought a white girl home to my mom and my grandma, like, <laughs> I already know, what I already know how they're going to be feeling. So, like, not even, without even words, they only got to say anything. I already know the family going to be looking sideways, the way they're going to treat is going to be different, and everything is going to be kind of thrown off. Like, that's just like automatic but that's that's a southern culture and then but I feel like at the same time on the on the big end the culture is that if you got to get in power then you got to find you know a white girl in power or like cuz I talk about like in the military like you said like we talk to different cultures and I know uh we were talking to this girl in the Philippines and she was saying that basically like when they watch television and stuff they never even seen black people cuz all they see from us and american television so she was saying, like, on all the TV shows and all the families and stuff like that, all they seen is white culture. So they felt like white culture was in charge, you know. So when they come over, the first thing they want to do is they want to find them a white guy, you know. And so I think that a lot of it is just kind of how society plays us. You know, so society makes they try to they try to break us apart and then they try to, you know, make it to where you get on top where you need this and you need that. But you do see some people that are grow like the Beyoncé's and the jay zs and you know they both billionaires, and they both making that money. So you do see those things. So it is just kind of different when you see people that's kind of when it's like the sellout and it's, it's selling out
3: and stuff like that. I wouldn't say sellout. it's just if the vibe that you have with somebody or that love is just there, that you it's it's undeniable. Like you if you are cool with that person and y'all just figured it out and understand I don't see nothing wrong with that. As long as y'all understand each other, it shouldn't be I think it shouldn't be like that.
2: I don't see nothing wrong either. I mean, you happy you happy. Like you said, I just, like, it's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You happy you happy. That's, that's really what it is. It might make you happy. Then. It, may, it just, uh, like Tamika say, I just hate when somebody say oh, well, I can't talk to them black girls because they this or they angry or they, you know what I'm I think that's when yeah. you get the issue when yeah. people start to I'll say, play and be like, oh.
5: Say, yeah. I've had some experiences with people, Black men, especially when they hang out with me. Oh, you're not like the Black girls that
4: I know. Oh, black I girls that. I've ever met. Yeah.
7: Oh my God, you different. Uh, I get that. And I'm just um, like, okay.
5: Hold on. <laughs> like, where did you come from? Because <laughs> uh yeah.
0: oh. I mean, I can go on and on about my experience, especially being a dark black woman. You know, it's, uh, uh, yeah. it's like, oh my god, you're so think- pretty for a dark girl. Or oh my god, yep. I remember I dated this guy, and then he was he was he was very good looking. Um, and he was he was dark too. And then he he'd be like, hey, you know, if we ever have kids, you know, our our kids are gonna be really really dark, as if it was an issue. And I was like, what is that? Oh. So you know, that's been my experience. Personally for me, I wanna end up with a black man, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I know my experience in the past with black men when it comes to you know, my natural hair, my my skin and things like that hasn't always been positive, unfortunately. And yeah, I think, you know,
4: I think, they have, I think
2: I think it is hard, especially with black darker women. Like, dark women, they always cheated and treated like, you know, like they're kids. Like I said, you hear somebody definitely say, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful to be dark skinned. Like, what does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, that's not a compliment. If you feel like that's a compliment, it's a that's, compliment. down, not a compliment.
4: Yeah. No. But so, like, we all know so, in the black community,
5: colorism is a very real thing. So, very like, real. I mean, it's like, it's true. We, I just seen uh, Too Short and So Weedy. The interview that they did, or a conversation that they had. Yes, I saw yeah, that too. He was talking about how dark-skinned girls, they, they just—I, I've never been in love with a dark-skinned girl. They just don't do it for me. Like, I love the biracial baby. You take ugly people, and they can make a beautiful baby from different races. And I'm just like,
0: that's that's, yeah,
3: that's
4: <laughs> kind of out of pocket. That's yeah, I can why, see
3: um,
0: that. to Cece's point, mm-hmm. I know a lot of black women who date outside of their race. Based on that, based on the fact that there's of, a lot of Black men, um, a lot of Black women don't feel safe or um, or feel <clears throat> beautiful around Black men because of the way we look. So they date, date outside of their race. And same with,
5: like, I will never forget, I don't even, Kim Kardashian, I remember when she said she wants Black babies.
6: Yeah, all white women say that though. I mean, you you hear that a lot more with white women Yeah. But yeah. yeah. well, why? Well, I, I'm curious why Kim Kardashian
0: said that. Like, what's does she? Was there like a, a reason? Because
6: why? deep down, honestly, it was on. They, you know, I remember watching that you know, Period.
0: Of her of her show, it was
5: an episode that like she had, and she I remember her saying, "I I, I really want black babies." Like, and I'm just like. Oh, the way they parade their children around, like, I'm sure they love them, but it's almost like an accessory, like, to have the features, like the curly hair and the, you know, the tan skin or the brown skin and, like, you know, fuller lips or just whatever it comes with being a black woman. Like,
2: that's what everybody wants, though, you know, because I mean, you just got to think about culture in general. Like, it ain't nothing that you can really you can look anywhere in your room, outside your room, like, in the world. Like, we are part of everybody. Everybody want to, you know, do that certain thing. You know, like, oh, they dark. Oh, they got the melanin. Oh, they got. Oh, they can dance. They got the swag. They can sing. Athletes, you know. So it is. I mean, they want to be, you know, that. But it's just like everybody. Everybody else see that we great, but it's like we don't see that we great. So we kind of destroy each other down, and we knock each other down all the time. So but I we think don't that's
0: see, a big, I believe that we do see no. that we are great, but I feel like. It's European standards that yeah. cause the whole colorism Thanks. situation. Because when you think about it, when you go way, way, way back, we were kings and queens and things like that. Nobody was looking at colorism. All you light skin. Sure. We were all glorified because of our beauty. But then European standards kind of fucked everything up. So now, if you don't pass the um, brown paper bag test, then you're not worthy of being called beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like colorism, when it comes to the um Black culture, is something that we do need to talk about it more, but we also need to get more in deep with this, this, the, the seed of it. And it's all based on European standards. For example, you know, I believe Kim Kardashian is very, very beautiful, but when it comes to her body, it, it was glorified, but that's, you know, typically a Black woman's body. But when we got curves and shapes and stuff like that, we were called fat, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and then when it comes to mm-hmm. Black men, wanting to date somebody, you know, to, um, to her point, when, you know, when somebody becomes famous, they date, they don't want to date a black woman, but if they date a, a woman with more curves, it's looked at as exotic, but for us, it just, is. it's not, it's not glorified when an, um, and I, and as far as a non-black person.
3: And I think, I want to say black, I, was I crazy would say people. like a lot of complexion. I think a lot of guys, a lot of black guys, Think they need a lot of complexion female around them because I mean they date light skin because otherwise, sweetie, I think she's like black and Asian or just black. I'm not really for sure, yeah. but it's just because she's so light, and I think that's what is attractive. Because me, like I, I like I said, I love dark skinned women, but I also like light skinned women. And again, where I where I grew up at, that's all that was around me. Like that's if, what where it I, is more than anything. Yeah, right it's where you yeah. it's where have you, you ever been you told up. that
5: you're handsome for a dark skinned man.
3: Of course. Yeah. That was a good Seventh grade and on. And even even I could even say this. When we did no. um, start getting no. black females into the schools that I had.
2: Okay. So I think I think on the opposite spectrum, you know what I'm saying? Like the the they everybody glorified a light do dude too. You know what I'm saying? It's like Mm-hmm. Boy, this is the you know, like er, like I just think about when growing up, everybody was just like, oh man, you know, he light skin and he nice, and that's how they, that's how they did the light skin dudes. Like, oh my god, look at him! He got the the green eyes, or he got the straight hair and blase blase, and it's the
6: same thing. You know?
5: But what was your name again? Elijah, Elias, E.
3: Who me? Oh. the oh. the
5: model. Me? Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, Delano. Or you can
4: say last name's
5: Unskip, like Holiday. Because, like, I think, like, you talked about when you were growing up, all you were was Hispanic women and Filipino women. Mm -hmm. And so, when I have met those people that have said the black girls in my area aren't like me or that they've only dated non black women. I would always wonder like, why is that happening? And i never really thought about- That's all I get. Like a black, right. Like just dating what's around you.
4: Cause, yeah.
2: cause like, you, gotta think, you, gotta, you gotta think Atlanta. So you I grew agree. up in Atlanta, all you see is black people. You
5: know right. what I'm saying?
2: So, so you're not gonna have no difference. You coming from Atlanta, you just, you're not even seeing that many, you know, white, you're not seeing no Asian people or nothing like that. Like down but, South, like that's we that's had, it. we had a few Hispanics, but you know, really it was just black.
4: Do you like,
5: feel like you've I been conditions uh, to like date like
3: do you what do you date now? Like I I am I'm, I'm with well she's mixed. So she's got she's black, she's um Colombian, she's but the way that we met it was just organic and we were just we were listening to music, we were just vibing and I had all my friends and we just connected. And really it took a minute for us to even really connect as far as like really start dating. But at the end of the day, like to me, I guess you could say I was not groomed, but if you think about it, yeah, because again, that's all I had. But again, when I went to school here in San Diego, that's what it was. And then my last year, my 12th grade year, we had to move because my mom got a new job and we moved to Virginia. And uh, I want to say Suffolk, Virginia. And the school that I went to was straight black, like blacker than black. I couldn't even even point out one white person. And I was just like, man, like I didn't, I I felt like I felt so different because I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how to talk to females. I was like different lingo. I was like, wow, Mm. have I really been stuck? Am I in like the. Twilight Zone or something like, what what, what do I do? How do I, do I need a guide to go through these? Like, it just felt like, it felt so different. I felt awkward. So I had to go back to San Diego. I ran back to San Diego basically to finish school. Oh, wow.
4: Yeah, Yeah. that's
3: crazy, yeah. That and because they tried to put me back in 11th grade, the systems are different over here in San Diego than there. But with that being said, when they told me, or at least when my mom was like, hey, you can go live with your dad until uh, we sell the house or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, you could stay here and try to fix, she couldn't even finish the sentence. I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm gone. Damn. Let me go to the environment that I know <laughs> that I've already been good with. And I just uh, stick it out from there. So I, I think, yeah, it does, it, it plays a big part. Cause again, even I tried when we did get, like I said, when we did get like two or three black females in my school, mm-hmm. I tried to date them and they was like, nah, we, We have options. So I was like, wow, okay." Um, Hold on, options
5: at the school as far as, like, not dating Black dudes or, like, dating Filipinos and Latinos?
3: Yeah, because my school, like I said, my school was majority uh, Latino and Filipinos. But then if you go, like, down to other school, it was, like, whites, Filipinos. Then you go down to a little bit down, more down to the border where it's at. Then you had Mexicans and you had, uh, I think, like Guam people from like Guam and, and Hawaii the, the islanders basically. Wow. So it was just it was you didn't have that many black like, at that time when I was going to school. Mm. Like if you did, you had to go up or you had to go to like oceanside or something like that. But that's crazy. It was it was just different back then. Like now I'm pretty sure it's way different now. Like you got everybody here. But just yes. back then it was just so different.
1: That's you not know, my- That
0: Oh, oh. My bad.
5: I was just going to say, like, I went to in my elementary school years, I went to, like, a predominantly white school, but, like, I still never found attraction in, like, <laughs> the white guys. And, like, I remember there was, like, there was a handful of black dudes there, but, like, I always liked the black boys, like, just naturally gravitated towards towards them. So I just find it interesting because it's, like, I'm sure out maybe outside of school, like, were there black Yeah, but out? I
3: the way, like I said, for me, I didn't go out like that. So mm. I was always, my parents were kind of strict. And what they did was, OK, well, before you go out, go ahead and clean this, do this, do this. And by the time I was done, I was tired. So I either I'm that or I'm in sports. I'm playing sports all day. So Are your
5: parents both
3: black? Mm-hmm. I
2: see, but my and you know it's crazy? Like mine was opposite. My high school, like in the United States, we was rated the most diverse high school. So we had like we had like a hundred different cultures in our high school. But you know, we still had the black and we had, you know, the whites. Like it was majority white, you know, whites, but we still had more cultures. We had uh we had Kurdish, Indian, uh Native Americans, like I mean, everything you could think of we had at our school, but I still I don't know, I just like, you know, I just like black women. And uh, then when I went to college, I went to UT Knoxville and UT Knoxville was like all white people. You know, like, it was like so many black, it was so little black people that I could be walking around and i see somebody be like, hey, hey, hey. like, that's how it was, like, we literally be like, hey, bro, what's good, man, hey. And like, I, I remember the first week I called my mom, and I was like, I can't do this. I was like, mama, I don't know what's going on, but I'm not seeing any black people and like, at the school, the black girls would li- I mean the white girls were literally coming up like we was foreign, like we was meet, like, oh my God, you know, can I touch you? Like we hear things about y'all. Like, I you do y'all wanna you can come to my room with me and my friends? Like, I mean, they were like, I mean, like, like I've never seen black, like some of these people at the school would literally say, I've never seen black people before in my life. You know what I'm saying?
5: That then, is nuts. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. no, that's real. But when you but when you go outside of Knoxville and you leave the school, it's all hood. You know, so I was like, okay, I can go outside and I can enjoy myself. But on campus, it was literally, it's all, and like I said, <laughs> white people has never seen black people. Like they like, I came from this little town in Tennessee, so-and-so, and I've never seen black people in my life. Like literally like, like on movies, that's like can I touch your hair? Can that, I see you? Like, like that's crazy. That's, so, okay.
0: that's crazy. My experience is similar, but then very different at the same time. Cause I'm born and raised in Miami. And to be exact, I'm from North Miami Mm. and in my area it's you know, I'm Haitian. So it's like a lot of, you know, Haitians, a lot of Islanders, Cuban, Puerto Ricans, everything as you know, like I'm from South Florida. So it's like obviously close to the islands. So I'm just used to Island people, especially Haitian people. But then I remember my mom, she, she wanted me to go to this, this middle school and and I went, it was a bunch of Black people, which I was used to because of where the area I was growing up. But I wasn't used to being around African-Americans. I wasn't, uh, it was, that was a culture shock. And, you know, um, I didn't, you know. That's I'm different. Like, that's
2: totally
4: different.
0: And, you know, I'm different. from the Haitian culture where it's like, you know, I'm hearing people talk for y'all. You know, you have the Haitian names. I'm used to people hearing People talk Spanish and stuff like that. So when I went to this particular middle school, I, oh shit, this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, but I didn't understand. I'm not trying, I cancel culture is real. So I'm trying to. I know, right? Come on, articulation, trying to find
4: it. Hey, I didn't didn't understand. I didn't, didn't,
0: to be honest, I didn't understand Black American culture. I didn't, Mm -hmm. when I was in college, I finally, um, I didn't know what soul food was. I didn't know, I was just used to Haitian culture. So when I went to the middle, went to, went, that particular middle school, I didn't understand why people had a certain accent. You know, I'm just used to having yeah. Haitian accents. I didn't what understand why. What the Caucasians
5: why. call the African American vernacular English. Say it again. It's what the Caucasians call the dialect oh. that African Americans speak, that Black people speak yeah. African American vernacular English. Okay, that.
3: You need urban um, dictionary.
0: Uh-huh. So it's like how we talk about <laughs> interracial um situations and you know being you know um just being used to your surroundings. When I went to that particular school, I I didn't know. And I went to my parents. I was like, why is everybody? Why does everybody have a A at the end of their name? All right, you know, and Ooh. I didn't understand it. And you know, it's funny because my name is Tanika, but my my um my dad's co-worker named me i just didn't understand
1: because i was just so used to island culture hey what's up
0: it's brian it's ebony
8: and this is lo
0: and we're the host of creators over cocktails
1: doesn't it seem like some of the best conversations in life
3: always happen over some of the most amazing drinks
8: it does doesn't it
3: well here you go creators over cocktails
8: so on creators over cocktails we bring together some of the dopest musical artists Writers, producers, executives, along with painters, authors, entrepreneurs. Basically, all types of creatives to talk about just about everything.
3: And do not forget about the amazingly curated crafted cocktails. Because, you know, you come from the stories, you might leave with a drink.
4: You might.
8: (laughs) (laughs) All right, for real though, we get down to business while having tons of fun. It's Creators Over Cocktails, another Great Convo Media production.
7: Visit greatconvo.com for a list of shows and don't forget to subscribe to your favorites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Yes, hello.
1: Great Convo Media is a progressive new podcast network founded on culturally diverse and culturally relevant content. Founded by podcasters, for podcasters, Great Convo Media is all about building fun and entertaining shows with passion and purpose. Red's View is a proud member of the Great Convo Media family of shows. If you like what we're doing, awesome. Support us by sliding over to greatconvo.com. There, you can check out this and other shows on the network. While you're there, please use the tabs to subscribe to all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Great convo media, where the chatter matters.
0: And then, so that was also a culture shock for me. So when we talk about like you know being amongst like a whole bunch of white people, or you know that's the one thing you see, I was just used to being a, around a bunch of island people. So when I went to school, I was like, oh, okay. But <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I'm done.
5: Because I was going to say, like, just in African-American culture in general, there's even levels to, like, Black people. Like, you oh, gotta, hell yeah, meet the Black girls from, like, the suburbs or the Black boys from the suburbs where, like, they're completely different than from the inner city or them from the <laughs> South or them from the North or, you know, the people like I'm sure now. Back when you were younger, did you consider yourself a like a black woman or African American
0: woman, or were you? Just- no, to this day, I don't say I'm African American. I say I'm Haitian American. Mm. Yeah, and it's not me denying my African roots. I don't want it because you know people are very right. Willing- but you, but Let me you have, but you have. You have. I still, I still, I. am my ancestors, I still consider myself African American because cancel culture is real, like I said. But when it comes to when I when people ask me where am I from, like I just I tell people I'm Haitian American because that's what I, I I know. When it comes to like I had, you know, um the guy that I'm dating, we have these conversations because he's from Arkansas and I'm from South Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm city, I'm a, I'm a city girl, I'm Haitian, every everything is just so different from his, his, his life. And so we have those, those, you know, those conversations.
4: conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, it's like, to your point, you know, everybody doesn't have the same black experience because I would have to almost defend my blackness to people because the way I speak. And that because, I had that too. Like, you know, because I didn't talk like you know, because I didn't have a certain <laughs> way of talking. I had to always prove my blackness to people, which was. Yeah.
5: I hate that. That is so sad because even me for growing up, I used to, I talked, uh, it used to be a white girl, but then it turned into talking proper. And mm. I'm Yeah, tired. I've heard
3: that.
4: Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. say that. I, I went
3: through, I went through that because um, I went to school, I went to college out in um, Decatur, Georgia, at Georgia Perimeter. And I guess some of the way, the way that I taught, everybody was like, ooh, like you oh, yeah, they talk white or you talk it, yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, especially if you're coming from San Diego and then you go mm. to, like,
3: the south. Oh, yeah. The dirty south. I'm like just dirty, like, oh, dirty, man. Dirty, yeah. Style, like, yeah
5: they, you are definitely going to
0: get that. Yeah, and I had to catch myself, too, because i remember, <laughs> like, the dude I'm dating, because since he's from, like, you know, from Arkansas, you know, Arkansas, my, my level mm-hmm. of Arkansas and other places, is it's just so limited. So I remember asking, like, a stupid-ass question. I was kind of like are there a lot of horses there you know and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> because but at the same time you know but i have to catch myself because um i always have to remind him i said i'm miami 305 day county all motherfucking day i don't know i don't know nothing about country life so you know and he schools huh. me and i school him about this you know about you know where i'm from so. <laughs> so
2: so other so another question i got for you guys so i'm gonna share some with y'all so then y'all tell me what y'all think i'm gonna share my whole screen can y'all see my screen yeah yeah so this is supposed to kind of popped up uh this week so it's just basically like in age like do you got a limit so you basically had somebody that he had his goddaughter. like y'all can see on the picture to you to your left like literally when she was a kid all the way until she turned 18 and then they end up getting married. Like, what do you oh, mean we're like
5: stomach like- <laughs> turn? Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah, that's definitely. weird.
5: It's
0: um, very weird. That- I think it's inappropriate.
5: I feel like definitely that's like, I like I some said, type of bad. grooming or something. Why why like-
0: I was just about to say that.
2: <laughs> I feel like you've been you've been God setting me like up, you've <laughs> been setting that- me up the whole
3: time.
0: That's something else. <laughs> That is, yeah
3: that is it's are. like you trying to have me catch a case that's that's what? basically what you telling me like that it's yeah are
7: Kelly
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. And Marcus Houston in his situation with his current wife like he they was dating when she was like a teenager like not even wait, 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 Marcus, Marcus
0: Houston, like break that down like, what happened?
5: so don't quote me but I just remember that he was dating some girl who was like like between like 13 or 15 or something they had met and like I don't know. It was it's some crazy Allegedly, But his season. wife. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> his wife. This
0: is going to be recorded.
5: Is um it was a big thing because it was almost like she was getting groomed. Oh yeah, cuz she was 19 years old. When they got married, but they had been dating long before they got married.
4: When she was,
3: but see, that's the thing. That's the thing, though, especially with well, I'm not gonna say with guys, but definitely with females. Like the ones again, back to high school, y'all in high school, and y'all got a dude that's outside that's 21 or or 20 or whatever it is that may be, and. I've seen a lot of girls brag about it too, and it's like, yeah, I got me, I got me this guy, you know, he's driving, he got this car, he gave me stuff that I want. That I, okay, yeah. but. but listen, I was about I that today
5: with
4: one of
5: my homegirls. I was like, you know what's crazy? When I was like a sophomore in high school, I'm like 16 or whatever. I'm dealing with like, you know, 19, not dealing with them, but hanging out with like 19 and 20 year olds right and then like i turned 17 and i started dating like a 19 year old people who have always been just older than me um i mean to be fair yeah it was a little more it's a lot better because they do have like cars and like you know like you know just, just that we can get around and we can do stuff um i feel like they might have been just maybe a little bit more mature like a lot, a lot of the guys in high school just weren't on, like, shit. So... <laughs>
3: I, but but you gotta you gotta but, remember... Hold on, let me it takes... Point. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: So, like, so having had those experiences and then kind of looking back at it, it's like, why the fuck was this 19, 20-year-old hanging out with me in the first place?
2: Because I'd be like, he might have been a loser, but he might have been a mm. loser amongst the people around his age. But for a young kid... It's like, hey, he got a car, he got, and another 19 year old, like, I don't care, he got a car, I got a car, this dude got a car, they got a car. And then, like, for a teenage uh, uh, high schooler, they like, oh my God, this dude is amazing, this and third. So
5: but I was never so, amazed. It was never like a sense of amazement for me. It was just more so like,
4: these things are
5: frequently cool as fuck genuinely cool stuff. but it was also kind of bizarre because i'm like why 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 are y'all kicking in with a bunch so, of so so like,
2: so what do you feel like so what do y'all feel like it's too young and what do you feel like it's too old like would you talk to an 18 19 year old right now would you talk no. to a 45 50 year
4: old no,
6: mentally different man. It yeah it's all about the
5: mental like there is no way there is no way that i could go like britney brenner what's that girl's name Bundle of Brittany and
4: how? Oh, but she. Oh, Lord. How she got that that eighteen-year-old and had his baby
5: and then left
3: him. But 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 with that situation, I think she. You can see he had to look at her Instagram. He just didn't care, and also she's bad. She She is bad. (laughs) Like
2: he looked at her was like, I'm with it.
4: But right. if you think about
5: like, it like most, but, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, but like what people have been saying though is like she was almost plotting on him because he was about to be big in the draft and he was about to, you know, take <laughs> off his career. So it's one of those things. I even think I've seen a clip of the Baller Boys, Baller, big. What's the, the Baller brand? You know, the dad with the, the three boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. The ball the ball, boys. The ball boys. Ball ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ball <laughs> <I> ball. <remember>. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what's like a 30 year old woman doing hanging with like an 18, 19 year old? And dude, you know, what's that's wrong something with
6: to brag the about woman? too on the opposite end for a male. On like, the
4: opposite you
5: know end,
4: right? That's true, true.
5: But all that shit to me is kind of sus. Like, I don't think that, unless I'm getting to know someone and if they happen to be younger than me, I don't even, maybe by like a year or two. Like where your mental is at is what's most important because, like, I just I can't even
4: right.
5: imagine dating like a high schooler, like, or someone who just got out of high school first year. In no, okay. I was Like, bro, well, you ain't even nowhere near.
4: Mm-mm.
3: Let me see your ID. I, but I, don't, I know you can't
5: mention, know. I remember you talked about dating girls as young as twenty-five.
2: I, I feel like I mean, if I, I don't have a problem dating twenty-five. I couldn't date nobody in the teens, like, no 18, 19, <laughs> You know, like. Like, I couldn't do it, but you know, so they twenty-year-old? 20 How
0: about 20?
2: I don't, I don't think I could date a 20 year old. Like, I just feel like we're not gonna have nothing in common, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I feel like the cal a, a woman, like, they different when they turn like 26, like, they they totally different than what they was when they was 20 years old. And then when they turn, what they like 30, you know, what I'm saying a 35, they say a woman like 35 sometimes that can be good but sometimes that woman can be stuck in they ways you know what i'm saying with a man. but that's what i'm saying so some people some people are not like that some people are you definitely know. they they stuck where they at and they don't want to change they don't want to do nothing different and i'm just like okay i'm good on that so they i think it's just, i think it's a person yeah i think it's i think it's a person the maturity of that person because you can be grown as hell and still not be mature. So you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like right. you could be th- you could be 38. Like I met somebody at 38. I'm like, okay, well, she older, it's gonna be cool. And it was like I was talking to her. So what, that, you know what, what if that what
6: if that what if that young 20-year-old had some substance to that conversation and thoughts? You know in the I don't I don't
2: even know if we would get there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't even know if we would get there because they 20. Like I was just like
7: so you automatically ask age. No matter how like how they look, you just automatically ask what their
2: age is. Oh, when I'm talking to somebody, yes. If, if I feel like we're gonna go hang out or some shit, yes, I, I definitely go ask how old you are. First I
3: of all, have, you gotta be old enough to to drink. Drink.
2: Yeah, I don't
4: wanna
2: have no scenario where I like I'm trapped and somebody be like, Oh my god, like this is a this is a 17-year-old. I'm just like, What the fuck? No, I don't wanna be in nothing like that. What what's what's
3: that one show that be catching the predators? Yeah, I don't I um, yeah. um, I do not I not like <laughs> like that
2: where I like I am with a girl just cuz cuz like these girls in the hood like these little young girls they they would look like they grown and then you're talking to them be like oh I'm 17. Oh no. Yeah. Mm. No 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 no. Mm. I'm not doing that. Like no, nah, I'm not. And then you like the NBA players. These, these little dudes is finna go in the league and shit like that. They look like grown men full beards and this dude will be 17, 18, you know, say with a deep voice. No, I'm good on that. Yeah, and
5: so like I I feel like even me as a woman, that would just be so bizarre to like no. Like to me, they're babies. Like why would I even? How does that even happen? Like how does that work? Like
2: I feel like I I feel like I'll be taking I'll be taking advantage of this person. That's I I mean I can't.
4: Yeah.
2: I I can't see no because because the just your just your mentality and the, the experiences you have and just the things that you're going through, like a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, that's how I would feel. I would feel like I'm taking advantage of that person. But like you said, when I was a little young dude and if this little 20, if I was 18, this little 25, 26-year-old girl trying to talk to me, I was just like, oh, yeah, bro, you know, I got a little older little chick. So, I mean, I think it's just the mentality of where you at in your life, you know what I'm saying? So, you know,
0: I think it's so interesting how, you know, we always talk about, like, how women would date older guys, and you know that would be viewed as like, oh shit, that wasn't that was that that's wrong. That's kind of like rapey. But then there's a, so many young, there's so many of my homeboys that started having sex with a nanny. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, their oh nanny was like, 20, and then oh. you know they were like 14, and I'm like, what's the difference? I think I think that ah. was inappropriate and i think that was rape as well um so it just i, I feel like sometimes when you know there's always the I a mean, nanny you, did it and the kid was like 14. yeah like i have homeboys that be like yeah you know i didn't know that you know my, my my nanny would you know she was touching me but i didn't know what to say and they're like mm-hmm. but then they wouldn't look at that as rape but then you know vice versa you know, if it was a man doing that to a woman, you know, it, it it causes more attention.
2: And I think the other the that other part this the other part that sucks about that is that a lot of times, you know, just masculinity, a lot of times they show that man ain't even gonna come out. If they get raped or something happened to them, a lot of them not even gonna say anything. You know, like it might take a especially like you think about people that's getting touched. Like you got men to get touched by man when they was kids yeah. and they don't know what to say. They think that everybody going to blame them or judge them or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, but I think, I think that the world it's okay for a 60 year 80 year old dude to talk to a 20 year old and they don't say nothing about that. But like you said, if you got a woman talking to a 56 year old, they like, Oh, what you doing using it with his money and this, that, and the third.
3: Yeah, so I think it's, it's definitely, you know, it,
0: Double standard you know, and I, I'll, also to um, because I'm like to CT's earlier point, like I remember when I was in high school, you know, I would see a bunch of like you know older guys picking up the girls, but you know, we we always in our mind kind of was like, damn, you know, they a little too old to be picking up high school girls, but it wasn't in our mind that oh, shit, this might be inappropriate because times change now. Now, present day, should we have hashtag Me Too movement? There's so many whoever you dating. Just ask how old they are. In conclusion, That's real. <laughs> you got. You, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you definitely got to ask. So
7: funny you. is like I'm. I'm getting back into um dating or whatever and whatever, and the reason why I asked that because it's this guy that I was talking to, and I never asked him what his age was. So it is almost kind of like you. Like you can read people, but it, it was like a conversation that came up and I had to think and I was like, wait a minute, how old are you then? And then it was like, well, how old are you? Because no one ever really said anything. It was just always
4: conversation.
7: And then, you know, come to find out he's nine years younger than me. And I was like, well, wow, I've never thought that I was anybody like that much, you know, younger That's than me.
5: I'm curious yeah. to know how, how age, like age and birthdays and all that stuff aren't, that wasn't a factor for you or conversation starters.
7: That, that wasn't, that wasn't uh, one of the things that we would sit and talk about. Like, how old are you? It was always like something else or I don't know. I don't know why that never came up, but it never came up until I think he was talking about TV shows or something finally. And then finally <laughs> it was like, well, what, what are you talking about? Wow. You know? And I guess I think- it's because he's like an old soul too, so everything didn't seem nothing seemed out of place until. And you know what? It wasn't even that I was just talking to him. It was like a group conversation, and then I think somebody asked me, "Well, how old are you?" So it was like everything matched. was no need, and it was funny when I told my sister, she was like, "No, no, I was like, well, that's like one of the things that you to ask, like, <laughs> how old are you?" <laughs> You know, background. I was like, you know what? I just never did. I just whatever we're talking about, that's what we're talking
4: about. But I guess. Yeah, that's
2: I, the same I, thing. I I think the cl- the closest I ever got, like in Nashville, we was, uh, we had this little. You know, you go to the club, and especially some clubs, you got to be like in Nashville. We have some clubs where you got to be twenty five and up to get into. So oh I God. feel like at this point, anybody I talk to in the club, I know that they' old
7: enough. Over twenty five. You know what
2: I'm saying? So I get somebody's number. And, well, you they know, can always use uh, a ID, though. That's what I'm saying. So I didn't know that. You know, I didn't think nothing about that. You know, I'm just I'm talking to a girl like, oh yeah, it's cool. We can hang out this third, and then she had said something like, oh yeah, well I get out of school tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, well, you go to TSU or you go to, you know what I'm saying, MTSU Or And she was like, no, nah, I go to, and she named the high school. And I was like, what the, I was like, do you work there? You a fucking, <laughs> you, you know, like, I started yeah, doing man, it, it it like, So what do you do at the school? Do you, you know? And she was like, no, nah, you know, I'm a senior. I graduate. And I was like, oh, oh. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. We like, this is the end of our conversation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lose this number. Cause you're not gonna take me to jail over this. You know what I'm saying? Like this is crazy. Like I met you at a 25 and up club, like literally 25 and up. And the girl was, she was, she was 17. She was like, oh well, I turned 18 in three months. I'm good. I'm good. Like I'm good on that. Where nah, the camera's
3: man. at, I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, 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 nah. I don't <laughs> know man. her. See, you still, <laughs> so, you still had too
6: much conversation at that point. No, nah, yeah.
2: man, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> let everybody know the world, the CIA, everybody is tracking the conversation, looking at these messages that I said no,
4: no, and no. Like I mean, I got, I got everybody.
2: So let's see. I got, I got a little, uh, I got a little video to show y'all real quick. Let me see if it's gonna allow me. So basically uh, what he said is what DJ Kelly was saying is he was basically saying that um, he was like, that he feel like a man is the, a man is the king. And, uh, and so the man, they get to do certain things and he's taking care of the house and he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing. So he's going to take care of whatever. But then it was like, but do you, you know, do you go down? On your wife, and he was like, No, I don't do that, you know. He said, Never, I ain't never did that, I never will do that. And it was like, So basically, well, what does she got to go down? And it was like, Well, yes, you know, she got to take care of the king, and it's certain things that you gotta do. So, you know, so basically saying that there's certain roles in the household and saying, like, hey, I pay all the bills, I take care of everything of the house, but I'm not doing that, but she's still gonna do that to me.
9: Hmm. What's up, Marcus Whitney here serial entrepreneur, and Amazon number one best-selling author. Are you an entrepreneur looking for motivation and inspiration in today's crazy business landscape? Or maybe an employee ready to give your life a professional boost? Or maybe you're at a crossroad and you need to know where to go next. Well, that's exactly why I made Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe. It's just the right mix of creativity, honest talk, and the kick in the butt you need to take your life to the next level. Every day, Monday through Friday, join me and my amazing guests to help give you the right tools for success, always centered around my creative power pillars, well-being, innovation, drive, and entrepreneurship. Also, check out my book, Create and Orchestrate, available online now at createandorchestrate.com. Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe is a Great Convo Media production. Visit greatconvo.com for a list of shows, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Peace.
5: So, like, how old is this nigga that he don't eat pussy? What is that about?
9: It's
2: DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled grown.
3: Nah, it's not just that. He got money. Like, he got money. So he can do, what he, he can
2: do and say what he want to
3: say. He can say whatever he want because he knows even if she leaves, he can have another one in 15 minutes. Like, right? it just... <laughs> Like a coming. There's always something. Yeah, but, like, I feel
5: like... I mean, also, we don't really... I don't know the dynamic of their relationship, but I did see a video, a clip of her when she was working out. She, like, popped off on him because he was, like, cheering her on. And she, like, went the fuck off. I was like, damn. What is this? So maybe because she moody? I don't know. Like, what is that? It seemed like that she, like... (laughs)
4: It just feels like
7: to me, it just feels like if it was the other way around, then <laughs> I don't think that would be the case.
2: I mean, right. he said he said he said no, it ain't no way that she's not gonna do it. She gotta do it. Later. But he said he ain't never, he ain't got time, he's not doing it.
0: I just this I feel to each his own. If you are with you with if you with the man and you okay with him not eating you out and you happy, that's y'all thing. Personally for Tamika, I want somebody to lick my flower. I want you to lick it. I want you to be all up on that shit. Cause I'm gonna suck that shit too. I want it to be, we both swapping.
4: But um, the way is like is, even so it That's how I feel I didn't hear
7: what you said. Oh. I said for me, the way he said it, you know, if he would have just said like, oh, she don't even want it or whatever, he said as though. Even if she I'm did, it. She it doesn't want it. Or she don't want it, she ain't getting it. No. Damn, I feel she like sure she to, been, it,
0: still, it still goes to my point with to each his own. You know, like you know, they're if you if you want to stay in that and, and you okay with it, then you okay. I personally want to be eating out because they don't call it a blow job for nothing. My cheeks are hurting, so you're gonna you gonna go down on me too. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So. I want you to go down, and I and I, I, I and I'm going to go down on you. But with DJ Callie, if that's what you know, she's okay with, then because she's still married to the guy, so she must not have an issue with it. Yeah, they've
3: been together forever. No, no, you good? Um, I think personally, personally, yeah, it's. I feel like you have to. The, to me, I I think you have to because it, again every female is different. So, but for me, I think if I'm going to get something, I want to return the favor. And not only that, it takes a female like you have to arouse her body. So I don't see how you cannot foreplay. That's another term, foreplay. Honestly, and it's got to be part of the system. I don't know. Just to me, you got to
5: say like for me in my own sexual is like you have to want have the actual desire to do it and like i've had situations not like all the time but it could almost feel like a chore where it's like oh, i know I right? it's like i no, know that's, that's not, not good fun. yeah
4: that's
0: not, that's not fun uh-huh. and like i feel like if you're in a
5: healthy sexual relationship it should be fun i feel like it should be enticing like you know to just to please your partner just seems like like, but uh, but I
2: I think a lot could
5: be want to do like especially if, if you're open to it and you're into it. Maybe GJ Khaled. I don't know. Like maybe this is. It could be like a religious upbringing or you know something spiritual or whatever it is that he just don't want to do it. Does he not do it to women at all, or is it just his wife? Like, he said sure,
2: he said never. He said never. I never do it. I won't never do it.
0: There's some guys who don't want to eat the pussy. I have a question for the guys though. I'm like so curious. When y'all have sex and shit. Do y'all don't... I mean, do y'all mind if the woman touch y'all booty? Are y'all like, ah, no? Like...
3: Well, okay, so... Are we talking just like rub it? Or are we talking life. like you yeah. picking your fingers to try to get up okay, in there? Well, talking?
0: okay, maybe this should be a two-part question. Though. Okay, so rubbing it, you know, giving a good squeeze, and the second one, you know, because I know, you know, you know, the singer Tank, he likes to be, he likes to be licked down there, you know. He even sure, was on the private sure club with his legs <laughs> up and shit. <laughs> so
2: yeah, you're not putting my yeah, my legs. That's, that's, that's what that trick daddy said. Trick, that. trick daddy said he put his legs up and shit. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember his ass ate. I'm like, who the fuck yeah. is <laughs> that's, a dirt, that's a dirt. She, she, she can't come back <laughs> and, like, She, dirty. <laughs> she
4: dirty.
2: I mean, she dirty. I mean, I, I, I would say that, oh, you know, like, hey, if you doing something and a girl grab you from the back or whatever, like, that don't bother me. But like you said, like, it's a difference between somebody putting their whole finger up in your... You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm 100% good on it.
3: No, not happening.
0: Would y'all want uh, for, to y'all for me,
3: nah. No, I'm um, okay. But if, if I, I've to? heard, I've heard that's one of our G spots. From what okay. I'm hearing from a lot of people and reading books, but now nah, I'm I'm cool off of that. That's one thing I'm.
0: I'm wait, not wait, okay, to I take. Ask you a So let's say you know you, you and your, your your girl, you know y'all doing the thing and thing and stuff like that, and then she's like massaging your back and all this stuff, and then she looks, you know. Your, your ass crack, but it feels First so like First of
3: all, we're not getting to that. I, if I feel I'm jumping up, I'm like, I'm Because the thing
2: is, you got to be, <laughs> no. a person to even get there, you have to be in a certain position. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wait, can't we'll a, a position we will be in for them to be like, slow, whoop, I'm right at your like, place, like, You know Like, like where we at
3: right now? Like,
2: you know what I'm saying? Like, what, I don't know what's going on in my life to where I'm just like, whoa, like, go With ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to let She hold your legs up and shit. I nah, feel like I'm man. done. <laughs> so, like,
4: like, was that
5: make? Nah, so
2: like- no, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's certain things you don't like. I mean, it, you don't, it, it's certain things that you know that you're not going to like. And I ain't got to try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody may be like, well, you ain't never talking to no dude. How you know you don't like it? I'm good on that.
3: You know what I'm yeah, saying? that's not I'm pleasing good. to you me. I'm like, saying? I'm good on. Now, nah, No, nah, I, I, I can see, I could see, like, cause for me, I'm like six one. So if I'm maybe standing up and like she grabs the shaft and she <laughs> plays with the balls <laughs> and, then oh, it, and then she tried it and then she tries some slick shit and then okay, I can see that type of stuff happening. That's how you get surprised. But other than that, no, you got to see that coming.
5: But imagine like like laying on your stomach, and then you get like the back massage, and then she might like massage your booty, open like your booty or something. I
3: uh-huh.
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> I would feel I would feel like
2: she's about to rape
3: me. Like you feel boy, me? Like, like I, whoa, whoa! You acting real unusual right, right now. I don't know you. <laughs> hey, this
4: is gonna change
2: up. <laughs> no, I don't. It's about somebody doing I'm this. I'm done. <laughs>
3: I mean, I've heard, I've heard things of you should always try everything once. That's just one of the things I'm not willing to try. Maybe right now. Maybe later in life when... I don't know. I, I'm, I, don't, know. I don't know. But I, I just don't I, see I, it right I, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just,
5: like, to me, like, the grossest spot, like, on a person's body. Why would anyone put a tongue there or some lips there? Like...
3: I know I know. for me, like when I get massages, right? So one of the things is I was always told get a massage, you know, to release the stress or whatever. And when they, I get a massage on the sides of my butt, they rub in and it feels good. I'm not going to lie. But for me to have somebody spread my cheeks wide open and I feel something weight, not weight, but wet going up and down, I just just doesn't fit right with me uh, that that's that,
2: that make me that made me even think about like when girls getting waxed and they'd be like oh yeah i just get there and i, I pull my shit up and my just slashed my booty hole. <laughs> nah, i'm good bro like i can't even imagine no shit like that you know so like for you to be in that position it's it's gonna be like you can't explain it like how did i even get there you know what I'm saying like how did i what happened to where all of a sudden i'm holding my legs i got my legs and i'm <laughs> holding the motherfuckers like this against my chest I said we. It never should be a position that we're in that position.
0: Wait, so we heard from yeah. y'all too, but I haven't heard from um the other um I forgot your name, the one with really? the dope ass law.
2: Oh, yeah, he's
3: oh, oh, he with it. Oh, yeah, he definitely with it. Oh, with it? Like, no, that's a male stripper sure. right there, boy. <laughs> Wait,
0: no, say it again. I,
6: I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. I had a, I had a female try that before.
0: And then how? I'm how you like it? Next?
6: Nah, it was it was uh it was definitely a shocking experience to me.
0: But did you like it? No, we didn't actually
6: feel shocking. I can't say. It. <laughs> Hold on, look, look. this is what I'm saying. So, like, like, like my man said, like, you once you, once you get to that point to where it's just like it's a shocking point, but you can't say you can't say that you wouldn't like it. It's because once it's to that point right there, it's like. But then what was that like? You know what I'm saying? So you don't know if you don't know, you don't know. But then when you do know, it's
3: like, hold on now, what was that? But, <laughs> nah. And, and that just yeah. comes with experience, I think, and not even oh, exactly. that. Just so did you
0: like it
3: or not? Mm-hmm. I stopped. Ooh,
6: I stopped. <laughs> no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I, I, it,
0: did you like it? Yes or no?
6: That's what I'm saying I could. I could <laughs> say that I probably did. You did.
4: You probably yeah. did. So okay, that's <laughs> fine. Shit, I got my booty legs. On. On. That shit, well, great.
6: Well, so is that's different. But though, ain't nobody but had their no, legs. I think it's different. Ain't nobody had their legs pulled to their chest, Josh.
2: Oh what'd you do? What did you do? Did you did you scoot? Did you scoot to the edge of the bed?
4: And you was like, this is the only
2: way I could do it. I gotta scoot to the edge of the bed and I'm just gonna lay back. Hey. I'm gonna lay back. Don't look at me when we get done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what, I'll try to figure out what you did. <laughs> or oh, did, oh, did you do the stomach leg with the booty opener like she said
0: I'm
6: you know <laughs> <on> what <the> <laughs> like my man said like I mean, if, you, if you land there and you know what I'm saying and they you know they on the shelf and they go to the balls and, and you know going down then it's like whoa wait a minute you know
0: but when you think about it every guy man. has had his booty licks because if a woman's going down on you and she's sucking your balls and shit I mean she low-key kind of like you know it's it's
4: it's that the the there's the no 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 no, no. Cause she, cause no you hear the gooch I mean, you
3: hear oh, that it's a oh but hold on so y'all saying y'all saying I'm cool with that though right cool no I'm wait wait with what when you get past the gooch that's with the dancer cool No, nah, I, I didn't say I was cool like if I, I you could feel the movement going from the shaft to the balls but you but 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 they don't they don't hit some gooch right no
6: no. I know, I start, know.
4: Like, once,
0: <laughs> what? once, uh, one, once a woman is sucking y'all, and then she, the balls are especially if she's like sucking the balls, y'all so like, oh yeah, Ooh, oh god. And then if she's probably looking the the little ass crack, y'all not y'all not gonna know the difference. Y'all gonna be like, what what you
4: what? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like you know that that's just like you know the difference with seeing somebody going to your front to your back. You tell you can tell when they go down. What it feel like? The, mm-hmm. A melly can tell the same thing because it. Went, like if you go past somebody's balls, then you at they gooch, and you just like, whoa, what the fuck is she doing? So right, if cool, you hold on, hold if on. you let her go past there, then you
5: know what I'm saying, right. like, So true. y'all,
6: so y'all women, so y'all women, y'all don't y'all don't went past the balls, least the balls, past the yeah. balls. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I
7: haven't.
6: Would you ever? <laughs> would you ever? That is
3: the. Uh, good right yeah, there. I probably
7: would. Like, if I was comfortable with the person, I probably would.
3: Okay. So we're saying mm, married. I don't know.
7: That's... um. It depends. I would... Honestly, I wouldn't do it just to do it. It would have to be, like, a conversation or a what if. Like, something not saying, like, oh, do you want me to look at... You know? Like, no. But it will be, like... Well, how do you feel? Almost like a conversation like this will have you, or you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay.
4: Yeah.
7: So, yeah. so it would be a surprise, but it'll be like I kind of know what direction to go.
6: If anybody ever asked you to go past the past, past the balls,
7: I say it depends on that point. Then it depends on do I feel comfortable enough to be doing it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
6: we normally
2: only go for an hour, you know what I'm saying? We went for two hours and, and 15 minutes. So, you know, we go, I'm going to split this up into two parts. And uh like, I really, really appreciate y'all coming out, you know, hopefully, you know, we have other subjects. I would love to bring y'all out, you know, talk about other things. And, you know, I think this was a good vibe. And like uh before we leave though, I definitely want you guys to shout out, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tell me, tell me your Instagram or whatever you want to shout your websites. What you do, like let people know who you are and where they can find you. at.
0: You can follow me at Tamika J. That's T A M I K A J with a period. You can follow me on Instagram at Tamika J Music T A M I K A J M U S I C. You can also follow. Tea business at Taomi T and Treats. That's a really long name to spell. But if you follow me on Tamika J Music, then you'll see my my link for my tea business and for my open mic. So that's where you can find me. Uh
3: you can follow me on Instagram at mr.holiday underscore season. That's uh, so where you can find all my stuff. And my website is ww.nicholas.com.
5: You can find me at C I L Y B A U G H N on Instagram, and then you can find my business page Bossy by on Instagram for real estate. So, a realtor, like I said, yep,
8: you can
6: find me at SS underscore la flame on Instagram. And my uh, business page is uh, www.RealShieldSanitation.com.
2: Hey, man, like like I said, I appreciate y'all. Anybody got any last words, anything else they want to say? Um,
5: thank you for having me.
2: Thank you me. for having
4: me.
6: Always good talking to you. I already know it. Hey, thank y'all. Nice thank talking y'all. to everybody.
4: Bye. Yeah. Great
7: Convo Media is a progressive new podcast network focused on culturally diverse and culturally relevant content founded by podcasters for podcasters.
8: Great Convo Media is all about building fun and entertaining shows with passion and purpose.
7: Your All I Need podcast is a proud member of the Great Convo Media family of shows. If you like what we're doing, awesome. Support us by sliding on over to greatconvo.com. There you can check out this and other shows on the network.
8: While you're there, please use the tabs to subscribe to all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Great Great Convo Convo Media, Media, where where the the chatter chatter matters.
1: matters. Hey, what's up? It's head coach of the Tennessee State University Tigers, Eddie George, inviting you to join me each week on my new podcast, Beyond the War, where I sit down with some of my favorite people to discuss, well, everything, the good, the bad, the past, the present. Nothing is off limits. Beyond the Roar, a great combo media and TSU Big Blue Sports Network collaboration. Listen to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. <laughs>